Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. A group of superheroes band together to fight threats bigger than any one of them can handle. Like income from action figure sales, creative control over the comic books based on their lives, and of course, where to score some weed. It's an action-packed romp in this tongue-in-cheek look at the lives of heroes in The Experts. Get a trash episode eighty-eight. The experts. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. Uh, <laughs> it's a Monday. It is it's, a Monday. It's late. It's pleasant out. It is nice. Yeah, comparatively. Oh man, compared to uh, two days ago. Man, compared to apparently tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Looking forward to summer being over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> another, uh, just another few months. <laughs> Fucking damn it. I know. I want to live somewhere frostier. Frostier? Yeah. Like, you know, where it's frosty more often and for longer periods of time. Oh, uh, Canada. Canada would be good. Alaska? Um, not so much Alaska. I don't know of any cool comic shops in Alaska. I'm sure there's maybe a couple in, like, you know, one of the big cities there. Are there big cities there? Uh, Juno? Yeah. The capital? There's got to be something. Something. I've never heard of any of that. Well, we've also never been. Hmm. Well, I know, but I've heard of Toronto comic shops before I ever went to Toronto. They're legendary. Well, you also live in the state that's directly below Toronto. (laughs) Not directly. Eh. Well, Maybe. Maybe thereabouts, yeah. as the crow flies. And also, uh, well, you know, Alaska's kind of secluded from everything. That's kind of cool, too. Well, I'm just saying that's probably why you haven't heard of it. Right. I mean, that might actually be a draw, yeah. though, because it's like living in your own little kingdom. Right. And also, I'm, I'm going to just go out and assume that uh, every state I would even go far as every city has like the one comic shop that everybody talks about Meh, possible yeah. all the bigger cities yeah yeah, yeah. here in uh, Dayton it's bookery mm-hmm. oh yeah they they have they have like three <laughs> different ads in the new overstreet price guide that came out this week nice which I'm so glad that price guide came out okay because people have been asking about it for months it's like two months late it's supposed to be out in May really and uh we're Okay. Oh no, no, no. I I got nothing but uh, bewilderment. Really? Yeah. And we've been uh, running off of a two-year-old price guide because we've sold. We keep selling our most recent store copies to like appease these people. Right. And by these people, I mean the nerds. Right. Uh, these must be the super duper hardcore nerds oh, yeah. if they're buying the price guide, the thirty-dollar annual right. price guide. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the ones that like they're usually. 
a bit older, you know, like the guys in the 40s, 50s, maybe even 60s, that have, like, large collections that do shows. Still holding on to their uh, blacked bagged uh, Superman number 75s. I thought you were going to say Black Kiss number one. (laughs) That's not a collectible. It's got penises in it. That's true. And JJ. I can't remember. I saw it when I was a kid. Spoiler. Nope. Really? (laughs) Oh, is it one of those... uh, uh, Forced Whitaker kind of things. God, <laughs> you know, one of the main characters with a weird eye. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I hate those things. <laughs> I'll read it though. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, those kind of dudes—the ones that do like they travel to Detroit or you know, Louisville every weekend to do the show or whatever. Man, now my brother, uh, I don't know if he still does it, I'm going to guess not, but uh, he was kind of one of those guys. He has a weird eye? Uh, no, the, the collector. Oh, those guys, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so do you have, like, Golden Age comics? Uh, not Golden Age, but, like, he was definitely into the, you know, variant covers. Oh, okay. You know, uh... Uh, all the all the tricks, yeah, basically. The Lady yeah. Death scratch and sniff polymer, kinda, indestructible yeah, yeah, yeah. autographed covers, uh, number ones and stuff like that. Yeah. This was uh, at least six seven years ago. So this is it's pretty awesome. We had one of these today. Every so often, I'd say like every like two three months, we have a guy come in who. It's like he teleported here from 1992, right? And he has this box of comics, and he's like, "I've got some books to sell you," <laughs> and like he really thinks he's got like a pile of gold. Right, and he comes in and seriously, like the guy today, he had uh, like Youngblood number ones, uh, Deathmate. Uh, he had Spawn, like the first four issues of Spawn. Wow. Um, he had. He was like, "I want to hold on to my pits because I heard they're bringing that back." That's what he said. You know, like. <laughs> Because, <laughs> you know, that's going to be worth a lot of money. And, I mean, and, like, that happens all, like, you know, like I said, every couple months or so, and you're like, wow. Like, they really think, that, like, it wasn't a hobby to them where, like, they didn't read it. They didn't, like, you know, enjoy it. They just, it was an investment, and they think they've got, you know, just, like, gold, like, diamonds and pearls. Right. No, sir. I looked through this entire long box of comics, and I was like... I was like, there's like four books in here that we could give you a total of nine dollars for, and like that's it. And it was like, and what books were those? Excuse me. It was a, a run of Contest of Champions by Marvel, the first, the first big like the crossover. 80s? It's like early '80s, maybe even late '70s. Is I can't. That, uh, is, that a, is that a Chris Claremont? Um, I want to say no, but it might be. Uh, it might be. That's the one where like all the. Heroes are like in a boxing match or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the first like time they ever put all the heroes together, <clears throat> like before Secret Wars, before right. Civil War. Um, obviously, yeah. Like, Civil War happened, you know, like just two years ago. Yeah, just recently. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the uh, the fictional one, yeah, the real one was well before Contest right, right, right. but. Um, no, it's so old. It was before. It was before the North and the South. <laughs> they're still divided. You can only find uh, 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 newsstand copies from the North because there were no newsstands in the South at the right, time. Right. You know, they couldn't read. Well, the South exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he had those, and he had like two issues of Amazing Spider-Man that had Venom drawn by Eric Larson. 
Wow. Number 346, I believe, and 347. I used to those. Yeah. Those yeah. are good. They're good. Yeah. I, I like the Eric Larson Venom. I do, too. Uh, well, I mean, to a point. I, I like the Eric Larson Venom in as much that uh, he hated the character, and I shared that hate. Yeah? Yeah. But he sort of, like, took it over the top. Like, he had fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. It seemed like he had more fun with it than, you know, your McFarlane did. He gave it the tongue so that he could make it interesting for himself. Did Tangent, real quick, did you ever see... You know, John Vermilia, uh, he did, I think he did some stuff in maybe that Kramer's Ergot we reviewed. He did a, a covered of Venom Lethal Protector number yes. one. That's pretty crazy. That is <laughs> one of my favorite covered covers. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Covered blog. <clears throat> dot blog spot dot. My God. <laughs> uh, oh, geek crap. And what else? Oh, he had a Wolverine number four, Frank Miller miniseries. But it was really beat up, so I only gave him $2 for it. Yeah, that was was the the highlights of his collection. Wow. And he traded it for magic cards. (laughs) It's all uh, about magic now, I swear. A little piece of my soul just kind (laughs) of broke off and died there. (laughs) Yeah. Eric Larson and Frank Miller comics right. being traded away for Lord of the Undead and mm. Eternal Witness. But at least he uh, kept those pit comics. Yeah, oh, well, those are going to be gold. <laughs> and you know what? I say that as a guy who, six months ago, was looking for pit comics. Yeah. I mean... Like the original image. Uh, like like your image and like full self-published. Yeah, yeah. Uh, found quite a few of them for like a quarter pop. At Mavericks? Uh, no. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I think I found a handful of, uh, for free at Mavericks. Oh, see? Even better. <laughs> Even better. Uh, I like a Dale Keaton. Yeah, I think he's a good artist. Yeah. He has a definite look, like, especially now, like, when his stuff has that weird chiseled painted look. Yeah. It just looks creepy. Like when he draws monsters and vampires or whatnot. Yeah. I guess vampires are in the monster know. category. Well, they're monsters. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, if you look at the first couple issues of Pit, they just look like they were drawn and colored in like normal comic. But now his stuff, like his darkness covers, they look kind of like, they almost look like sculptures. They have this weird look to them. I think he's uh, gotten a lot into pencil rendering. Uh, like, like his pencils are super, super tight, and they're, like, really detailed and shaded well. And okay. So I think that's probably where it comes from. Makes sense. He's, he's a fine artist. He is indeed. Slow as hell. Not, I mean, he's not, like, like I don't personally, like, love him. Like, he's not, it's not a style that I'm, like, really into. Right. But, I, but I respect him. I think he's great at it. Yeah. I think he's a uh, fuck of a lot better than uh, Dave Finch. <sighs> Dave Finch is the best. Best best artist on the market, hands down. No, I no, I do like David Finch, but he's not in my top like one hundred. You know, I just I think he's good. Are you gonna get the uh, Batman comic that he is going to be writing and drawing? Ooh, I might. I have a a box of <laughs> like I don't have a whole lot of comics anymore, but I have one comic box that's nothing but Batman comics. And like whenever they do something odd or fun or just different, I usually buy it and put it in there. So. <clears throat> Sometimes I even read it, but. Uh, not, until not, not, not real. No, yeah, not real. You gonna, you gonna check out uh, Grant Morrison's new Batman book? 
A new one? Yeah. After Return of Bruce Wayne? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's leaving Batman and Robin, and uh, he's starting a new one called Batman Inc. Really? Yeah. It's a team-up book. Batman and... Batman. <laughs> like, uh, Bruce Wayne and... Uh... Bruce Wayne and a bunch of other guys. Okay. This is Batman. I'll definitely read that. I need to catch up on Batman and Robin. I've only read the first three. Yeah, you're a little blind. Yeah. He's leaving, I think, issue 16 is his last. They're, what are they on, like, 12 now? 13, I believe, 13. just came out. Okay, I'll have to catch up. Cam Stewart, I believe, is uh, rounding out that series. Oh, cool. I love right. Cam Stewart. Uh, apparently a uh, new sea guy. The, the the final sea guy nice. is in the works. Cam Stewart again. Nice. Uh, Grant Morrison Jeff Johns working on a book. Really? Co-writing? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Jeff Johns, but uh, I am a huge fan of Grant Morrison. Kind of got to... I've only read the... my options. The Thing Freak Show miniseries. That's the only Jeff Johns I think I've ever read. Right. I thought it was good. I mean, he's done some good stuff, but like not enough that I'm... Uh, Yay, Jeff Johns! And you know, just right. you know, run around town with my pants <laughs> off and... You know, jerking it to the Green Lantern. Right. right. Yeah. You reserve that for Keith Giffen or Frank Miller right. or Jeff right. Darrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The heavy hitters. Yeah. <laughs> Motorboat. Uh, San Diego Comic Con just wrapped up. Wrapped That's up. where I got all this fantastic news. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of uh, interesting things coming out of there. Only one uh, injury that we know of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody got stabbed in the eye. What are you gonna do? <laughs> it's bound. <laughs> it's bound to happen. Yeah. You know, uh, I'll just reiterate uh, something that I think every other comic blog that I read uh, this story on said. Surprised it never happened sooner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could see like. I could see, like, getting pissed off if someone stole your seat and you're waiting on a panel, but... Right. Did, I mean, was it a purpose... Did they ever find out it was, it like, a pers- purposeful stabbing, or did he just, like, move his hand and next... I mean, because that could happen. They, they haven't said yet. It wasn't, like, you know, uh, a deep penetration or anything like that. It was more like uh, he had a pen. I guess he maybe just kind of lunged at him and, like, uh, scratched his eye. Uh, so it wasn't like he buried it to the eraser? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> maybe he was like, "Want to see a magic trick?" You know. <laughs> Nerds, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but uh, no, I think uh, what it was was, uh, I guess the deal is uh, like where they have like their major like Hollywood related panels uh, and like the the biggest you know room that they have there at the the, the convention center, uh, and they pretty much allow. Like, like if you go first thing in the morning to, like, wait for a seat for, you know, a panel that's going to happen at, like, 9 o'clock at night, like, you know, they totally allow that. Wow. And so, like, you know, basically there are people who just sort of camp out in there all day just waiting for, like, the one panel to show up. Wow. And so, I guess... How do they eat and pee? I don't know. That sucks. Who oh. nerds? Yeah. <laughs> they have jars and, like, yeah. granola bars. Or just all over themselves. Yeah, yeah. They wear the huggies. Right. And then, uh, 
So yeah, this I guess uh, this guy managed to finally get into the hall and but couldn't find a seat and scuffled with this guy and that sucks. Yeah. That just sucks. <laughs> I'll have to ask Jeremy about that if you if you saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Or if he was the guy. Yeah. He comes back with an eye patch on, I just won't say anything. <laughs> I'll assume he just ate it long John Silver's for lunch. Right, right. I won't I won't bring it up unless he does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, uh, they they uh, released some uh footage for the Goon movie. Mm. Which uh looks really awesome. I still need to see that. Uh, we should check that. We'll check that out uh, during the break. Yeah, there yeah. we go. That's uh, something. And uh, they, they announced the official lineup for the Avengers movie with uh, Mark Ruffalo as uh, the new Bruce Banner, uh, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, and then uh, everyone else that's already been in a movie huh? or in an upcoming movie. Yeah. Um, Have they announced Jarvis? Uh, Jarvis is already a character. Was he in the movie? He was in Iron Man. Both of them. Was he? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. The butler? Uh huh. Where? Who? Who? What? When? In Iron Man? Both of them. Yeah. Huh. I don't remember. I don't remember. Was he at Tony Stark's place or something? Uh huh. Gosh. Yeah. Talk to him in the armor all the time. Was he in a butler uniform? No. Okay, well, there's why it threw me. <laughs> Did they call him Jarvis? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just, I don't remember it. Well. Was that, was that Mickey Rourke? Was that Mickey? No, no. John, Don Cheadle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's cool. At least Jarvis is in the movie. Maybe. You would think so if they've got him in the. We'll see. If they peppered him through yeah. the Iron yeah. Man films. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they, they, they had some uh, props up from uh, the, the various movies. Uh, Thor's helmet, Odin's helmet, Loki's helmet, Captain America's shield uh, on display. Nice. Uh, Odin's throne, the Destroyer armor, so which is a uh, Thor villain, and uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Did they have the entire rainbow bridge at San Diego that was the floor for the entire convention? <laughs> that feels. I lost my keys. Ah, I can't look at the floor. <laughs> yeah, what, what? So is Thanos in the movies, or I don't know, or just like the gauntlet and? Like, uh, who knows? That's we cool. don't know. But apparently, even though they've only been filming for like a week, they showed footage of the Captain America movie, and the Cosmic Cube is in it. Isn't that from G.I. Joe? No. No, that's the... No. Cosmic Pyramid Cube. of Darkness. That's what they're yeah, Pyramid Cosmic Cube is Marvel. Beyonder. I know, I know. Fact. Leisure suits and cool hair. Jerry curls. Yeah. <laughs> I love white people with Jerry cool yeah. curls. They should totally make a Beyonder a villain in the Avengers. We know... Played by 1984-era Prince. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe have him bulk up a bit. A little lift, lift some yeah. weights. A little CGI. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Yeah, just put him in a suit. Put him in one of those. Uh, what, what's that? Like the fat suit meatloaf or in Fight Club? It's made out of like 
It was full of like bird seed, I think. They could, I have no idea. Yeah, they're the one who watches the commentary every day. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that once. Every single conversation we've had for like two weeks, you always <laughs> reference, well, I was watching the Fight Club commentary, I, and they said this. And there was some good information. I was so excited. <laughs> I had literally waited like eight years to see it, because like two years after I watched it the last time, I was like, I'm going to wait a while and read that book and then watch that movie. And then like, and that was like eight, actually, it's been nine years since I've seen the movie. And I was like, okay, I finally, it's been a long time, so I read the book, and then I watched the movie again, and I don't know, I can't tell which one I like better. Maybe the book, because it's different, you know? I, I think they're equal. They're both great. Yeah. Oh, they're uh, yeah. both amazing. I mean, there's more in the book, but I think they're about equal as far as just entertainment level oh. and just just how good they are. I mean, I, want, I don't want to be super cheesy and, like, you know, say that movie changed my life or anything, but it but it made me like, it made me uh, you know think about a few things a little differently, and it made me uh, appreciate like filmmaking styles. Right. That, you know, like some of the camera work in that movie was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, hey, whatever happened to David Fincher, right? I, <laughs> I I've liked everything I've seen by him, including the Madonna and Paul Abdul videos. <laughs> and I'll I'll uh, I'll see Facebook. I'll see it. I mean, just based on. His uh, his past work. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I think I'm done with him until uh, until he proves otherwise. But, but wouldn't that be like if Mike Mignola released a graphic novel and like all the ads you saw online looked horrible? But you were like, but it's Mike Mignola. I love Mike Mignola. I, I have but to read I do it. love Mike Mignola, and I would. But don't you love David Fincher? Uh, not after Benjamin Button. Oh, okay, I I keep forgetting that you didn't like that. <laughs> Are, did you? Even, I swear, I thought you liked it on our show. I think we we talked about it, and I think I maybe had some positive things to say, but I think generally I just really, really did not enjoy it. Was it. Kind of a snoozer for you. It was a real snoozer, and I think the more and more I think about it, the more and more I dislike it. Really, I mean, I fucking loved it. I mean, again, it's 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 Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean, it is, but I, I like Seven is my favorite David Fincher movie, like hands down. It's not even close. And then I'd say Fight Club is a uh, Fight Club is just neck and neck above Benjamin Button for me. Like I love Benjamin Button. I, I gotta awesome. go Fight Club then Seven. Fight Club then Seven. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. And, and I love Seven. No. There. Okay. Wow. Uh, so you really love Fight Club? Yeah. And uh, then Panic Room. Uh, have yet to see Zodiac. That was good. I'd say it's below Panic Room. Uh, uh, Alien Three. Yeah, that's at the end for me. And then, uh, and then, uh, and then Benjamin Button. Wow, wow. And then the Paul Abdul, or just above Benjamin Button. You know, I did have a huge crush on Paul Abdul. She had some nice horse legs. Yeah, I'll tell it straight up. <laughs> I mean, my legs are skinny, but opposites attract. That's what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> so yeah, good good movies. <laughs> wow! Well, you are just an expert on Paul Abdul, aren't you? <laughs> well, I try. Yeah. I try. Hey, speaking of that, mm-hmm. we're reviewing a comic called The Experts. Oh, nice! Good segue. Good segue. That is a horrible segue. <laughs> Well, the, the word experts was in both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Experts by Ken Mentor and Clarence Pruitt. Yes, indeed. Published and by Near Mint Press. Which is basically him. 
It's it's Ken Mint. Yeah. Minter. Minter. Uh all right. Uh, uh Okay. Here's the deal. The deal. The deal is that you know this person, uh, maybe not well. Uh, We're a little bit friends, as but, James Kachalko uh, would say. You, you, you would, uh, you, you've uh, communicated with this man on numerous occasions. You've uh, met in person at least once or twice. Three, three, four times, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, he is, uh, much like yourself, an uh, independent comic book artist, uh, cartoonist. Yeah, this is not his day job. He has a real job. Yeah, he, I think he's uh, a teacher or something. He uh, he does an autobiographical comic called uh, "I'm Not From Here." Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. it's mostly a web comic. Actually, no, he's not a teacher. He's a graphic designer at UK. That's what it is. Okay, not not Britain, but like Kentucky, right. University. <laughs> yeah, and I for some reason completely knew that. Oh, really? Like, as soon as you said UK, I'm like, oh, yeah, University of Kentucky, Blue Devils. <laughs> <laughs> Go Devils! <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think uh, this begins and ends the grand experiment of let's review my friend's comics. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, we're not allowed to do that anymore? I don't think so. Does <laughs> it put you in an awkward position? Yes. Okay. Because, uh, I'm just going to be super honest about it. I did not like it at all. Really? Not yeah. at all. Not I at mean, all. I have positive things to say about it. Okay. But the overall feeling is that I would not recommend this to anyone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll come off before we start. It, well, well let, me, let me follow that up with this disclaimer. Okay. We've been doing this for 80-some episodes, 80 since uh, August 08. August 08. Almost two years now. Almost. Uh, if, if this were, you know, a book by J.H. Williams and Greg Ruka, and I disliked it, then I would uh, go off on it like I normally would. Right, right. And, and without fear of reprisal or anything like that, or <laughs> right. you losing a friendship or anything like that. Uh, did you know I was friends with J.H. Williams? I did know that. I'm a little upset that you haven't introduced us. Well, we're, we're on the same badminton team, and he just really doesn't like me to have a... Uh, no shop talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he doesn't want extras come tagging along. Right, right. Uh, understandable. <laughs> but uh, I think if, if we're going to review anything, then it, it has to be completely 100% fair that I be a dick to everyone. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. This is the show. This is what we've been establishing for two years. All right. What? Well, you're the nice guy. I'm the loudmouth dick. I've disliked some of the stuff we've we've. Uh, well, yeah, but but uh, you know, I've I've uh, called out David Heatley for being a you know a Nazi racist and. I threatened to kick Marion Churchland in the womb. And <laughs> I thought you liked that. Yeah, the Beast. Right. I thought you liked Beast. It, it, it was okay. Did you threaten to kick her in the womb, though? Yes, I did. On the show? Okay, uh-huh. I don't even remember that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and see, and that's a book I liked. Yeah, okay. Okay, so he, wow. Oh, jeez, watch out, Ken. Here it comes. Yeah, because I think Ken listens, like, I know he listened to the CD we gave him out. Right, right. I don't know if he still listens or 
pretty sure he'll probably listen to this one. I'm sure he'll. he'll uh, yeah. I mean, he's turned it off by now because he's because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, an, I'm an ass, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's fine. And maybe he'll stick around to hear this part. That uh, I'm sorry, I don't have anything against you personally, Ken. I just didn't enjoy your comic, right? And 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 you know, uh, despite your personal connection with with Jason, uh, I I have to. Still review this as I would any other comic. Right. You don't want to sugarcoat. You don't want to pussyfoot around. Right, right. Uh, I don't want to sell out. Well, uh, well, let me say this, too. On on the other side of the coin, like you, know, like you said, I've met him a few times. We're right. a little bit friends. Uh, we've emailed and talked. He's We've bought each other's comics a couple times. Um, therefore, you would think I have, a, I have an obligation to pretend to like it more than I would. Right, right. But actually, like, I didn't... Like it's not one of my favorite things. It's, it's not even my favorite thing that he's done, but I thought it was good and like I, it made me laugh and like I thought it was entertaining. But uh, you know, I don't. I, I'm not gonna pretend to like say it was like my favorite thing ever. Right. But uh, but I did enjoy it. I will honestly say that I really did enjoy it, and I would recommend it, but only if people like certain genres of books. Like right. I don't like some of my friends. They like a little things like like I don't think Pat would like it. But I think, right, like, uh, but I think my friend Big Steve would like it, you know, because like he likes stuff that's a little funnier, a little more parody. Whereas Pat, you know, he likes stuff a little more serious, serious or just Quirky. fucking bizarre, right, you know, right, like right. one or the other. Um, I mean, I'm gonna do my best to try to back up, you know, my arguments here, you know, so I'm not just being a, you know, a, a rampaging dick, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh but you know and then again I do have some positive things to say about it. Uh I think the art is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh very uh Bruce Tim inspired. I I was going to say Bruce Tim uh mixed with something else. Who does it remind me of? Um not Darwin Cook, maybe a little Darwin Cook. But yeah, Bruce Tim, I could see Dar- Bruce yeah. Tim. Yeah, because Ken Ken writes and draws his own stuff. Uh, he puts illustrations online and he draws. He draws. Yeah, I looked up his his websites. Uh, he's got like fifteen of them or yeah. something. Uh, he's a he's a pretty yeah, good he's, artist. He's a, he's a pretty good artist in his own right. Uh, uh, it's a different style. Though. Very different style. Uh, he he has other people draw his uh, autobiographical comics sometimes, apparently. Occasionally. Um, and the styles are r- rapidly different. It's yeah, almost okay. like a Harvey Picard kind of thing. Like right, some right. of them are wispy and some of them are like uh, very illustrated, some very cartoony. Right. Uh, and then I saw uh, Clarence Pruitt, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. saw his website that looks... He's, he's got a lot of good stuff. Apparently, he's a super pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL super pro. Oh, that was uh, a great comic. Uh, Except for when they battled the Hopi Indians in number six and they had to recall it. <laughs> 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 but I have a copy because I worked at Mavericks. Nice. You know, I bet that's worth something. Hold. Oh, yeah. It's up there with uh, Team Youngblood number one. <laughs> or Deathmate Yellow. <laughs> um... And uh, I also enjoy his uh, his. Uh, uh, damn it, I can't remember the name of the blog now. But he's got another blog which has a lot of cheesecake pictures and pictures of uh, chicks oh, with yeah. hot asses. Okay, and, yeah. 
Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. I like his uh, Utah comic. Did you see that? His yeah. trip to Utah. It was pretty good. I like his art stuff. It almost reminds me, like some of his art reminds me of like Keith Giffen, like Trencher era Keith yeah, Giffen. Yeah, yeah, kind, like, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Very blocky and, and uh, dirty. It's very yeah. stylistic yeah. and dirty. Yeah, dirty is good. Dirty in a good way. Yeah. Not dirty like uh, my sucker fell on the floor of the bus. Right, right. And like, you're like, fuck, my sucker's dirty. Right. But dirty like... Uh, dirty like Keith Giffen Trencher. Like Keith Giffen Trencher, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I would have uh, mentioned Keith Giffen Trencher earlier, then I wouldn't have had to make the whole sucker analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but you've already said what the story's about at the beginning of the show, right? Right, right. Okay. So we don't need to go over that, but no. But uh, <clears throat> it's it's. I think part of uh, my big problem with this, and again, maybe this isn't fair, but like it's only been like three episodes since we did Superfuckers. Oh right, right. Which is a superhero parody book, and this is a superhero parody book, and. In my head, it's hard for me to not compare them. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. You know, that's weird. I didn't even think of Superfuckers, but I did think of uh, the Milligan Allred Ecstatic Sex Force run. Uh-huh. Because, like, there's sort of, like, you know, like, like the superheroes have action figures of themselves, and they're right. changing costumes, and they have comic versions of themselves, and they're, they're, they're infighting and, you know, right. racist, and, like, it reminded me of, like, of uh of that X Force run, which is high praise for me because that's one of my favorite books that's a, ever. That's a really good book. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this, I think, it just really falls flat. Uh, the the tone of it, I I don't understand. Uh, what it is actually supposed to be? Is it indeed supposed to be a parody all the way through? Because uh, at times it is not. I, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. I was confused by that as well. I will. I will admit that. Like at first, I was like, I was like, um, oh, this is more like just a fun romp. It's like a, you know, a lighthearted kind of right. like whimsical take on superheroes and like an homage and that sort of thing. And then like somewhere in the middle, I was like, oh, it's a parody. Okay, like especially when. Like, the the different artist yeah. yeah well like when that took over and like every character was like amped up a bit like uh like the the elastic uh the black elastic guy right. like his dialogue was like sort of you know amped up a bit and i was like okay they're they're kind of making fun of like you know these sort of things in comics like how there's a uh not archetypes but um uh you know <clears throat> Like generalizations that are always in comics or whatever, but he, he's flipping through the book right now. He's flipping through. Yeah, well, we, you mentioned how uh, the the elastic guy, how he uh, was amped up, or at least his dialogue was amped up to be more stereotypical. stereotypical. Yeah, uh, I disagree because, uh, like in uh, spoiler, uh, the the art changes drastically at one point. Uh, it's drawn by a different person. Uh, we find out that it's actually like the in-universe comic of these characters. Right, right. Uh, 
But I mean, it's like more violent and more. Yeah, it's like, it's like the authority version yeah, of these exactly. characters. Which I'm, uh, yeah, I can totally see that's what he's going for there. But, uh, like, when we get back to the real world and the Elastic Guy is still around, he's actually even more cartoonish <laughs> as a stereotype. Maybe they were, uh, maybe Ken's trying to make a social commentary about uh, the literature and artwork <laughs> that we read affects our lives. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> and the thing is, like, uh, uh, there's another section with uh, the, the, what's his name? The, the, the Delta, the uh, Delta, oh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Delta. Dr. Delta. Voodoo Pimp. I like the Voodoo Pimp. Brother Voodoo. No, it's not Brother Don't. Don't get him sued. He's the Sorcerer Supreme now. It's Dr. Delta. Yeah. He, there's the section, like, like a good chunk of this book is, like, his origin. Yeah. Which, uh, I didn't fully understand why focus on on that and like kind of leave the other characters in the background. I think this is meant to be an, a longer series. When I got right. to the end of the book and I read like that, uh, they they basically just sort of stopped publishing. Right, right, right. Uh, I understood then that yeah, it was meant to be you know a longer thing. Uh, so then I understood that. But like while you're reading it, it just. It kind of sticks out. That's yeah. Well, I mean, it's a little heavier. Like the other stuff's, like I said, a lot a little yeah, more it is whimsical. A little heavier, but at the same time, the stereotypes are, are ramped up to, to an annoying degree. You mean like the dialogue? The dialogue, and, yeah. the dialect. Well, I always think, and like, whenever I see, uh, you know, like black characters written by a white person. Um, it, it seems like their dialogue is a little more scrutinized in my brain. Right. Like, I'm like, is you know, is that something he's heard before? Like, you know, it's like, is this how white people think black people talk? But then, whenever you see something like, you know, like the Snoop Dogg movie Bones, right. like, you know, it's written the same way. Right. And you're like, well, maybe it's just, it's hard to, uh, you know, to take any sort of fictional dialogue seriously when it's... Well, to yeah. a point, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh, at the same time, like, well, with the Snoop Dogg and with my neighbors. Right, yeah. Who behave as every terrible black stereotype that there is, and these are real human beings who live above me, sadly. Right, yeah. Uh, so, I guess maybe in my fiction I expect more. <laughs> or I just don't... Like, I know the stereotype exists... But uh, I think sometimes it's unnecessary in certain things. Well, they even mentioned too, like that's that's part of part of why I think maybe it is all sort of supposed to be like, hey, this is what comics is. You know, comics are all stereotypical. Like, there's these situations and these archetypes. Like, maybe he is kind of like trying to amp it up because there's a like there's even that scene where uh, uh, um, let's see, what's his name. Mr. Elastic, he's in the limo and he's talking about the racist character of himself right, on the right. taffy, and like you know he's even like, isn't this a, a bit you know racist or whatever? Right. And like you know maybe, you know maybe it is all like, like he's conscious of of those things is what right, I'm, I'm right. saying. Like maybe he's trying to comment on how, uh, you know how comics do sort of, you know inadvertently you know put in the sweet Christmas and she you right, right. tired fist. So you know. the thing is like you know even that I don't enjoy. Right. You know, I, I can't read an old Luke Cage comic for that exact yeah, reason. Yeah, it, like, hurts you know? your head, yeah. Right, and 
but and and then you know to be fair, it's not just you know the black characters I'm talking about here. The the uh, one the the Miss Frost or whatever her name is. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, Russian, <clears throat> like the Russian, Russian, dialogue. German, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it's German. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, I don't enjoy her dialect at all in, in this book because it's incredibly hard to read, uh, especially towards the end. I just every time I saw that uh, there was Z's and V's in place of real letters, I just skipped the dialogue. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and and that uh, that's a thing that's always bothered me though uh, across every comic that I've ever read. Uh, like Chris Claremont and his ham-fisted, uh, right. you know, Nightcrawler Gambit <laughs> Colossus dialogue, you know? Have, have you ever read the... I, I don't, you've never read Cerebus at all, right? No. Because there's this uh, series, uh, like in the early... I don't know, like number in the 20s or 30s or whatever, where uh, basically Mick Jagger and Keith Richards are characters for a few issues, and they're... And, like, he writes everything phonetically, their dialogue, and it's, like, such thick accents, but, like... Part of me like finds that kind of hard to read, but part of me thinks it's kind of fun because it's almost like you're, it's like a game to figure out exactly what it, what they're saying. It slows it down, but yeah, I don't want to play games. Yeah. So read a book, All right? <laughs> and, I, and I also I, I'm a firm believer in that, uh, like if you can somehow reveal like that this character is German, then in my head I'm gonna supply right. the voice myself right you know and I, I, maybe maybe i'm insane and maybe i'm the only person in the world that does that <laughs> I, I think maybe the the creators just have fun with that they're like oh that'd be fun we can you know really you know sell it by changing the the spellings right you know. and you know and again uh i think part of the, again part of the problem is that the tone is so inconsistent that you know if he is truly doing this for parody purposes mm-hmm. Uh, the book doesn't follow through that this is parody. Right. Because, again, like the, 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 the Dr. Delta origin scene is, you know, kind of dark and twisted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some, I was, yeah. there's, there's some fucked up, like, uh, Todd Salon's kind of stuff yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that is kind of, it is kind of disjointed that way. I mean, like, overall, I think the book has, like, more of a fun tone, just like, like almost like the mystery man ish kind of just like something weird. Oh, I didn't like that either. Well, see, yeah, okay. Well, I like the mystery man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the middle, but it does kind of. Superfuckers. Well, yeah, this one doesn't doesn't go into the same realm as Superfucker. It gets a little. It gets dark though, and uh, and the only thing that that I like, the only problem I really have with the middle part with the Doctor Delta stuff is like maybe I'm just not getting. Um, like so much time is spent on like his past, but they there, there's still no origin as like why is he this living ghost? Right. Like, like I know he made a deal with the devil, right? But I don't remember like any sort of like tie up, right? Right. That again is probably just a matter of the fact that they decided they, to stop publishing. Right. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, they well, the have, thing is, like, uh, they, they like even when when that portion of the story wraps up. It never fully goes back into the clear, this is parody mm-hmm. thing, you know. And, I mean, it gets lighter at the end. Yeah. But uh, it's never, to me anyway, seemingly intentionally funny. I mean, I I, I like, think like, I think that it's like partial parody, but it's more just like an homage and a love of like... 
like because you know the Emerald Yeti is kind of like this quirky Silver Age character. Right. Like he's even like you know from the Silver Age. He's old. Right. But but yeah, I mean it's not as like it's not as like biting and crazy as like if you know if someone was doing just a straight superhero parody where they right. were just ripping on it. Well, it almost seems like they just want to you know want to tell a fun superhero story, but they figured you know they can put this twist on it and maybe kind of make fun of the genre while they're doing it. Right. Well, then, you know, it just really comes down then that other people have done it before and have done it better. And even at times have done it right under the noses of major publishers. Right. Keith Giffen doing the Justice League is equal amounts, you know, parody and actual superhero comics. Right, right. You know. Or like The Tick or something. Well, The Tick is a straight-up parody. I mean... But yeah, the, them, uh, the Super Fuckers, um, you know, uh, even Eric Larson with his uh, Deadly Duo. I never, I never a Deadly Duo. I know what you're talking about. Right, right. I think it's in our quarter box. <laughs> um, well worth it. But this seems like one of those books that maybe if they had continued and like made like a full six issues, like you know, somewhere along this second half. They would have found their tone and like it could know, be. It could very well could be. I think. I definitely think that part of the problem is that uh, again, uh, that all became a revelation. Like as I got to the last page and right. read right. that you know this was intended to go on. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I definitely think that uh, part of the problem is that it was uh, you know aborted too soon and, and right. you know it, it definitely takes a while to to sort of. Get into a rhythm, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, very easily that could be the the, the problem. But uh, as a standalone, you know, not knowing anything about it beforehand, you know, it just uh, it was too inconsistent, uh, uh, occasionally offensive, <laughs> but at the same time, also like uh, something alluring. Oh no. Because <laughs> uh, I'm honestly going to just come out and say it. Like, if I saw this on the stands, I would not pick it up to look at it. Right. Just based on, like... Yeah, I mean, the art is good, but it's not enough to get me to pick it up. Uh, I would just see it as another, oh, indie comic creator making fun of superheroes. Right. Or, indie comic creator can't sell superhero idea, the major publisher does it himself. You know, and either way, I don't want to read that. <laughs> no, I got you. Either one of those. Uh, but, uh, no, I was going to say, though, uh, <clears throat> like, there's uh, the, the dark and twisted stuff that happens in the middle. But at the same time, there's no curse words in it. Yeah, that... I mean, yeah. you know, if you're going to go... Like, there's the ampersands and... Yeah, if you're, if you're going to go one way, go all the way. I, I see what you're saying. Like, like it, it almost like maybe that's maybe that was like what they were they were having trouble because they really wanted to, this to be successful and sell it. Like I think this actually maybe went through Diamond too. I think so. Um, so I think maybe like with the inconsistencies, like you know, with like you said, the tone, like you know, from parody to serious and from like dark, but also not showing the curse words. They weren't really sure who their audience was going to be, right? And they were trying to maybe tailor it to an art audience. Um, Could be, but I mean, it's just everything else about it is, you know, I mean, this is clearly not a book for kids. 
Right. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. They do say "God damn it," which is something that you can't even say on TV. Right. Yeah. I, actually, I think I've heard that on TV. Well, on like the TV you and I watch. Well, I mean, maybe, like maybe but, like, even prime time. You know, the big four yeah. networks. No. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, you know, yeah. I mean, if if you're gonna if you're gonna go so far as, as to have some. Todd Solon shit, as you mentioned. Right. You know, then, you know, throw in a fuck or a shit. Right. You know, and totally make the, the secure, adult audience... secures the tone. Right. Well, I, I, I actually did enjoy it. I mean, it's it's got, you know, like like you said, it it's not perfect, but I mean, right. for like a couple of dudes that have a day jobs, <clears throat> right. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, I mean, I'll go ahead and lay this down. They fucking did it. Yeah. And they're still doing it. They got other stuff that they're putting out. Yeah. You know, he's putting out his mini comic. You know, and I, I, they have something else. I uh, can't remember the name of it. Like Super something. Oh uh, yeah, uh, Super World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually pretty funny because yeah. before I even read this, uh, I think that's the first thing I ever read by him was Super World. Uh-huh. And there, 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 there was like some uh, a couple of superheroes like your Batman and your Superman character, like uh, talking <clears> to <throat> psychiatrists about their relationship problems and. It was it was pretty funny. Right. Like like I think I think it hit the mark a little more than than this one did. Right. Then that came after this. Um I think it, I think it came after this but I read it before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm asking. yeah. Uh so yeah, maybe they maybe they found, you know, the the right balance then for that. I don't know. Right. I haven't read it, but uh yeah, maybe that's what it took. Um but again, it just comes down to the fact that, you know, they set their minds to it and they they put it out. Right. They put out three issues of this thing. They've got a trade paperback. They've got other books that they're putting out. They're fucking doing it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that is always impressive. Yeah. And, you know, go for it. You know, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what I wish I could do. And, and, you know, like, so mad respect for that. And, you like, <laughs> and you, you, you know, like, and Because now I'm Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> Who? Is that the, the kid from, kid from Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. I've been Bad. watching a lot of fucking Breaking Bad. <laughs> It's fun though. Like I will say, like if you're into something, if you're into like sort of just all over the place action and like there's like witches and deals with the devil and like and there's some interesting concepts. I like the 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 idea of ninja witch mm-hmm. with yeah. with her old school witchy grandma who talks to her from yeah, the dead. You know, right. No one else knows that. Right. Yeah. And uh, but I don't know. It just it, it didn't go far enough into the parody. Uh, territory for me to enjoy that. Right. It went too far into the uh, homage category where it just felt trite. And, like, you know, it didn't go far enough into the offensive category for me to get any kind of charge out of <laughs> right, it. Right. It's, it I mean, that's, okay, uh, tone all over the place, and then uh, it couldn't uh, figure out how far to go with that. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, you, so you think if they focused on one of those areas and like went with it? Oh yeah, that, take that fucking ball and you run. Right. Yeah. You, know, you, you want to swear and have incest spoilers, Uh-oh, and spoiler. uh, you know all sorts of other vile shit. Fucking you know preacher that motherfucker <laughs> preacher, <laughs> and you go balls to the wall with it. Right. Or you know you you. Uh, Put on your comedy chops and, uh, you know, make it the funniest thing ever. And, you know, if you're going to keep it clean or you're going to make it a pure parody. I think I think it's good advice. I mean, like, uh, 
you know, find figure out your audience and make sure you know right. you know exactly what your story you want to tell. Well, maybe and maybe that's the problem. Maybe they were too busy trying to you know guess about an audience and they weren't doing maybe what they wanted to do. Right. I okay. mean, obviously they wanted to do this, but right. you know, they, they didn't. The, uh, the direction that they were taking. Maybe they second guess themselves. Right. You know, like you know. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I, I know what you're saying. I still, I think it was overall fun and it was an enjoyable read, especially, you know, maybe you know, maybe for people who haven't read like the the Keith Giffen Justice League, where right, that, right. that would be kind of a fresh concept, yeah. you know, like a quirky take. Again, on a you know, that's also maybe part of my problem is that I have read so many other superhero parodies or mm-hmm. homages or stuff that you know maybe it just didn't compare to right. some of the other stuff that you know I love. You know, and and I, it might it might be. My penchant for uh, for quote unquote slice of life, you know, like boring autobiographical stuff, because I love that stuff. Right. Uh, that that's my favorite thing that he's doing is his uh, "I'm Not From Here." Right. Um, I think that's really good, and uh, I've actually reread those. And like you know, I met him years ago, and that's the first thing I bought by him, and I reread right. it. So like that's my favorite thing. But I think it's cool that he's. He's trying, you know, all these different outlets. Yeah. yeah, like he's got. Oh yeah, fiction and fact. You know, like uh, you know me, I, I don't like autobiographical comics, you mm-hmm. know, except for uh, you know, Veggie Doc Saturn, <laughs> and I'm purely biased on that, and uh, we should never review that because I may, you know, lose a friend in that. <laughs> but uh oh, <laughs> even if there's a graphic novel collection, we could uh, review that. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, and like you're working on a, a fiction thing right now, and I, I really enjoy seeing like 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 Jeffrey Brown is you know when he he's putting out another incredible change bots. You know, I love it when someone who's known for one thing does try to go out and do something else. Right. right. So you know, I'm glad that he's just not writing graphic novels about lost girlfriends and stuff. All right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cool to 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 be diversified. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's fair. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, like you know, hopefully, I mean, like you know, like Ken. Nobody listens to the show other than like four of her friends. Right. But uh, uh, you know, hopefully, but, but if, again, if someone like sees it, they'll at least flip through it and yeah, like, see if it's I mean, for them. You know, it, hey, even uh, negative reviews uh, still press. You know, I mean, <laughs> but again, only like you know, five of our friends listen. But right. uh, like I said, though, I mean, you know. It, whether it's uh, Kent Mittner who lives in Kentucky or whether it's Stanley who lives in Los Angeles, you know, if I don't like it, then I've got to be honest about that. I, I respect that. Yeah, I respect and, that. and I, I totally play up my, uh, you know, uh, dickishness on the show because, you know, I am also trying to entertain people while we're doing this, you know. So, you know. <laughs> I, I, I probably... I don't think I was too harsh right, today. Right. Yeah, but yeah. but you know he, he's not. No, it's he he's not worthy of my uh, David Heatley level of of skating. Right, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, and and then you know because because like, I can respect and admire what he's trying to do. Right, and then you know again he's doing it. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and like so I enjoyed it. I would I'll pass this along because he. Oh yeah, I should say that too. He's uh, one of only two artists who's actually have sent us a book to review. Is that right, Marion Henley and him? Uh, she didn't personally send us the book. It was uh, before we started doing the show. I was uh, given a free copy to review. Oh, okay. 
And uh, I never got around to it, so. <laughs> okay. So no one has done it before Ken Mentor. Right, He's right. the first person. Okay, yeah. so hats off to Ken Mentor. He, yeah. uh, yeah. he, I'll take my hat off, actually. Okay. He, uh, he sent the book just for just for the review. Yeah. So, uh, and hey, if uh, anyone else out there wants to send us free comics or movies yeah. and want us to review it, we will totally, as long as we don't know you. It, it, yeah, if you want to hear why Eric hates it <laughs> and why, why I don't, send it along. <laughs> yeah, no more friends, man. All right. Like, like uh, I know you wanted to do like uh, some of Carrie McNinch's books uh, right, right. like early on and. And I was really kind of touchy about that, and so yeah, no more, <laughs> no more, no more people you know. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> Even if I become friends with like a, I don't know, somebody really famous and awesome, and and like they give me something before it's out, wouldn't that be tempting? Uh, probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Although okay. I'd love to read it on my own and I, keep my opinions to myself. I want to see a, a a one shot about the Emerald Yeti and like his like. You know how he came to be in here in this time in this era with these uh, these other characters, and why is the naked man called the naked man? He's never naked. Never naked. I'm kind of well, curious. He was naked once. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah uh, with, he's like, did he still have his mask on? And, and his underwear. Uh, I believe. Okay. Well, no, I don't think he had his mask on. Let me right. see. It's towards the beginning. He's like making out with the uh, the lady with the uh, German accent. I can't. I can't find it. Um, I want to see uh, more uh, Ninja Witch and uh, Freedom Lass or whatever her name was. Cause, uh, glad, uh, glad I love big free Mary. boobs. Free Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. There's very lonely man. There's the. <laughs> they both have their underwear on. All right. Yeah. Well, that makes sex inconvenient. Well, but but uh, it makes it less messy. Oh, okay. Less clean up. Yeah. Less uh, less kids. And again, that's less another disease. example. Of where they should have just gone with it and just showed him just, uh, just like hardcore ripping her penetration, hair out, yeah, uh, coming on her tramp stamp, that sort of right. thing, fisting, okay. yeah, okay, everything, okay, maybe in the uh, issue four <laughs> if it comes out. <laughs> just this is this is our request. <laughs> Take a break. Yeah. Let's All right. Let's watch the goon. Okay. Let's watch that. Watch that. Welcome back. Stick it or trash. Are you sure about that? <laughs> I thought we were done. <laughs> I, just, I just started to leave. I was like, all right. And I was putting my chair away, and you're like, uh. <laughs> well, that was, that was an exceptionally long uh, break. Which yeah, it, yeah, it was. We, we used to take about five minutes. Yeah. 
This time we took about 20, 30 minutes. We, we had some stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have to, but we wanted oh, to. Oh, we wanted to. We, yeah. I wanted to see uh, the Goon trailer. Yeah. The, the Walking Dead The trailer. Walking Dead trailer. We had to, Stanley sitting on a throne. Yeah, yeah. A real one. Yeah. Not just a toilet, friends. Yeah, no. Yes. Although he may have pissed himself on it. Probably. Yeah. He is old. And excited. Yeah. Uh, to arrange uh, our musical selections for uh, this and the next episode. The next previous ex- episode. Mm, yeah, yeah. Giving away a little bit of a trade secret. Um, buddy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. I uh, just worked six days in a row and I'm off tomorrow. Exciting. Yes. Yes. Some, do some drawing. Nice. Got it planned out. Got to do some recycling. Got to mow a lawn. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. You're busy. I'm busy. I'm a busy dude. Yeah. yeah. I like to keep it keep it real. Yeah. Keep it in motion. I gotta I gotta work. Mm. Gotta gotta figure out how I'm gonna survive this week without caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Confirmed caffeine uh, I'm a little on the super poor side. And I'm not going to be able to afford a, a coffee or a Mountain Dew at all until Thursday. Really? It's going to be rough. I, I've seen vagrants begging for change for coffee before. Yeah, I'm not a vagrant. No. <laughs> but you could put on that guys, maybe. Yeah. It's, it's going to take some time out of my day. Right. Yeah, again, have to work. So. Right, right. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, it's a bum trip. Yeah, yeah. At least, uh, uh, at least I won't have a hangover the rest of the week. Did you have a hangover today? I had a hangover today. Yeah. Yeah. We drank a bit. We did drink a bit. On the next episode. <laughs> On the next episode. Uh, did not once feel drunk. Yeah. At all. That's the smooth, that's the, a, rev, a testimonial to old Dan Tucker. Yeah. Uh, more like a complaint. Yeah, you don't feel drunk, but you wake up with a hangover. Right. Old Dan Tucker. See, I totally understand. Yeah, I could have drank like, you know, a couple gallons of water last night before I went to bed. You know, hydrated myself, made sure that I wouldn't have a hangover. Or, or fallen asleep in a, in a swimming pool. Right, right. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, if I'm gonna have a hangover, I demand uh, that I at least feel drunk the previous night. Right. Right. Yeah. Nope. Felt fine. too bad. Yeah. Whole bottle. Really? I drank an entire bottle, with the exception of, like, a shot that I gave to, uh... To you, you and to uh, someone else. Yeah. yeah. Our extra secret special guest. That's not a secret. Well, uh, it's a secret until oh, next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we ever announce? Nope. Coming up next week? Usually week? not. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, we've only announced Pat because uh, it's going to be his last hurrah for a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. Right. A big send-off to the sea bus. Yep. He's, uh, his parents are sending him to a convent. Yep. Um... For, was it, is it 14 years? Yeah. 16 years. No, Tilly's 14. 14 years until he's 16, that's what it is. No. He's 27 right now. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but either way, six, six, six. he won't be fucking and he'll be reading the Bible. That's all we know. 
Maybe he'll uh, fuck himself with a crucifix. Wow, that'd make a great movie from the eighties. Seventies. Seventies. Okay. Yeah. Um, or was that the first one or the second one? I think there's. I'm sure it's in both. Tell me what it'd be. You gotta. You're talking about Star Wars, right? <clears throat> right. Yeah. You, you gotta take. You know what is your most uh, famous uh, uh, bit in the first movie? Oh, it recreated in the sequel, but bigger. Amp it up and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crucifix ass fucking. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. No, none of that for Pat. He'll be at <laughs> school in Columbus, and uh, we wish him well. But yeah, yeah. we'll have it. We're, we're gonna yeah. have him on before he leaves. So look forward to that yeah. in the next couple weeks. Uh, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, we we do have a, a guest on before that, which is, uh, a little weird in that, uh, so close together. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I don't like to have guests on. Oh, you, know how, I, you know how I like it. I know you love it. I like but, six uh, This is my house. Per, six guests per episode. That's yeah, my yeah. goal. But, uh, it's or my house. Uh, my house, my rules. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. Okay. Uh, I'd, uh, I'd prefer not to have any guests ever, honestly. Really? Just me, all me, baby. Just all you and me. Wow. No, I I feel you. No, I like the guests, but I like it to be special. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. It's like you don't want to, like if you pick a favorite meal and you don't want to have it every meal. Right. That way it's not special anymore. Okay. I mean, people will just get tired of Joji if he was on every other episode. But we take the brunt. We're... Right. We're letting them be tired of us. Right. That way, they're excited to see right. the guests. Exactly. Yeah. They seem fresh and new. And yeah. Okay. I get it. Yeah. It's like when uh, when Pat Francis shows up on Never Not Funny. I love Pat Francis. I think he's great. But it's every four episodes. That's a treat. Yeah. 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 If he was on every episode, I'd probably get tired of him. Wouldn't be as awesome. Yeah. I, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. All right, so good to see you. We're saying hi to I guess. So every other episode, that's what we're going to start doing? Is that basically? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. love the idea. Uh, but yeah, the uh, Walking Dead trailer looks good. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Goon trailer looks good. Hmm? Goon trailer. Goon trailer yeah. looks awesome. Uh, the props from the Thor movie look pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll give them props. What yeah. up? It looks good. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Green Lantern could be awful. Could mm-hmm. be good. Don't know yet. Gotta have to see something in motion. Mm-hmm. Get get your lotion, because I'm going to make it motion. Oh, yeah. That didn't make any sense. Nope. Um, uh, was there something else? Seems like we watched one other thing. Uh, nope. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Saw Captain America's shield. A girl dressed like Princess Leia. A girl dressed as Princess Leia. Covered a Slave chain. Leia, of course. Covered it. Well, yeah, that's if you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, they could do a, like a mixture. I wouldn't mind if they did like the buns from the first film, but with the Slave Leia bikini. Right. That'd be cool. But then I mean, all the, put her in indoor. All the Star Wars nerds are just going to be pissed off. Oh, yeah. Because that's, that's not the right continuity. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> Why is she walking around in indoor with... Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> and we saw the cover to Incredible Change about two. Yeah. Looks good. I hadn't seen the cover before. I'd heard tale of it. And I read I read a page from the... The legendary two. tale of the cover to Incredible Change. <laughs> ah, yes. Gather around, children. <laughs> 
have some hard candy and snuggle in by the fire. <laughs> no, but I did. I did see an interior page there on his blog. Got uh, saw the poster for Grant Morrison's movie. Sir Senatoro or something. Like that. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I enjoyed me some Grant Morrison. I'm uh, looking forward to anything that guy does. He's doing, isn't he doing another movie? Because I, it seems like Dynamite's putting out a script book, like an illustrated script book. Uh, yeah, it was like some sort of Indian mythology kind of thing. Yeah, I think that was just something that he was working on that never made it all the way through or something like that. So it might, this might, right. if fans love it, they might, Could be some maybe. studio might read about that. Of course, you know, they've been talking about doing a Wii 3 movie for forever. That's true. Joe the Barbarian has apparently been optioned as a movie, so, yeah. Of course, uh, I'd really love to see that Invisibles TV show. That would series. be awesome. That would yeah. be so cool. Uh, skiddy doo. Skibbity boop. Speaking of television, uh, saw the uh, season premiere for Mad Men today. Oh, cool. Yeah. Season 5. Four. Four. Yeah. That Don Draper. He's up to shenanigans. What a nut. <laughs> He's a real cut up. <laughs> uh, I, think, uh, I don't know if I've said it on the show or not, but I know I've told you that uh, the uh, uh, the character of Don Draper, uh, his wife, uh, I think she is one of the... Uh, most unlikable characters on any television show ever. Uh, even even uh, Carla from Cheers? Uh, I love Carla from Cheers. Well, I do too, but yeah. I mean, she seems unlikable. Well, she's uh, an angry, mean person, but in a lovable kind of way. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. she's, she's cute and short. Well, that and, you know, you just you gotta love the antics she gets up to. Her and her sleazeball husband and all of her twenty kids. Some of the some of the line one liners she delivers to uh, Cliff and Cliff Norm. And Norm yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She is a lovable, hateful character. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Betty Draper is a cunt, a world class ice cold cunt. And every time I, the only character that comes close to this is Peggy Hill from King of the Hill. I wish people would punch those two characters. Really? What's wrong with Peggy Hill? She is a cunt. I liked Peggy Hill. Not as much as uh, uh, Betty Draper, though. Right. Betty Draper takes the cake. Most unlikable character in any television show ever. Ooh, send us your pick. Most unlikable <laughs> character from a TV show ever. I'd be interested to see some of those. And, uh... You know, the season started, I was watching the show, everything was going great, and then they did the scene with, with Betty in it, and just immediately just, uh, like, God damn it. Aww. I was really hoping she had been written out of the show. Like she got a movie deal. and because, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the spoilers, the character's divorced. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just really, you know, thought that, uh, you know. Maybe she was moving on. Right, yeah, but no, she's still part of the fucking show. God damn it. You know what's weird about that show? Like, I mean, not just about that show. Uh, uh, John Hamm, who plays Don Draper, uh, he seems hilarious, like when he's on Saturday Night Live or when he's on, like, Never Not Funny. And then, like, he, like, everything I ever see him in, though, like, he's always cast in serious roles, like that movie, The Town. It looks good. Like, he looks good, and he seems like he does a damn fine job in any role. But I would love to see a. A good comedy movie with 
John Hamm. That'd be pretty awesome. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think uh, I I would as well. And uh, well, I definitely want to see just him just in more movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that uh, other than the town, he's got uh, another one coming out called Sucker Punch, which uh, is something I'm pretty excited about. Sounds like it could be funny. Uh, it's not. Uh-huh. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be kind of dark and, and uh, twisted. Uh, okay. It's uh, by Zack Snyder, who did the uh, Dawn of the Dead and Watchmen. Watchmen and Some other movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, from like from what I can tell, like it's about a uh, girl who uh, gets thrown in uh, an insane asylum and uh, basically hallucinates like this whole fantasy world, and, and John Hamm is a character. Hmm. You know, sucker punch. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, chicks with giant guns and swords. And, you know. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I'll see it. I like John Hamm. He's one of those people I'd see just about anything. I enjoy John Hamm, and uh, other than Three Hundred, I've liked everything Zack Snyder's done so far. I am with you on that a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking you liked that movie. Oh movie. no, not at oh. all. What a what a gigantic bore. Very boring. Pretty to look at. Like, still shots yeah. from the movie would be awesome. Like, yeah. like I could flip through, like, the, the the art book for the movie. Yeah. That'd be cool. About, and that's well, neat. I could read the comic. Comic is good. Yeah, yeah. comic's good. Yeah. yeah. But, man, you know, just, uh... You would really think that uh, a movie about 300 guys fighting a gigantic army... Yeah, I was just here to say... ...would be a little more exciting than that movie. Something with that much testosterone seems like it would be interesting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it wasn't. <laughs> I'm uh, glad we agree on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if my friend Zack Snyder uh, made that movie, then... <laughs> we we shouldn't review it though. No, it's true. But I'm not friends with Zack Snyder. No. Luckily, you and I, we don't have a lot of friends. No, and very few of them overlap. The ones uh, that we do. Yeah, and, uh, and that, and very few of them do things. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, they're very lackadaisical, uh, boring yeah, people yeah, that we yeah. hang out with, yeah, yeah. and that's why we love them. Right. Actually, no, that's not true. All of our friends. They're, they're all doing, uh, doing something creative. Something creative, creative yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, like I, I know I've, uh, you know, I made the rule we should never review any of our friends' stuff, and I really would wish we would stick to that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, like, you know, Kurt does, you know, one here in Indiana, which is, like, you know, one of my favorite mini comics that I've ever picked up at a, at a, con, at a small press show. I hate that book. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh,. You know, and, and uh, I think unofficially reviewing, you know, something that I think we we wholeheartedly would recommend is fine. Oh, just like mention it. Yeah, like, like, you know, like Pat's got a new book out. You know, fucking Pat's awesome. You know, let's let's uh, sell that fucker for him. You know? yeah, yeah, even though the only Pat's listening, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure he'd buy his own. Yeah, book. he'd buy a copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Brian John Mitchell, you know, he's got a whole catalog of shit to buy. Oh my gosh, he's the Jack Kirby of postage stamp size comics. <laughs> well, he doesn't draw most of them though. He just no, yeah. he's the Stan Lee. He's the Stan Lee yeah. of it. Yeah. Although, uh, like I was telling you earlier, Stan Lee is putting on somebody's putting on a book where Stan Lee tells you how to draw comics. I swear it's in the July previews. Uh, <laughs> look it up. It's ridiculous. Like anything you want to know about inking and penciling and dr- creating characters, Stan Lee will tell you. I'm like, what? Why? 
Is John Bushima going to whisper in his ear the whole time? I know. <laughs> well, to be fair, Stan was an editor. He has to kind of know how to do things. Yeah, but why would they pick him? That's <laughs> very true. Yeah. I mean, there's a million artists out yeah, there who are just as qualified as Stanley to tell people yeah, about things. Like, if every artist, like, if this was, like, you know, Stan, the last comic book. Creator, right. like it was like why the last man only every comic artist dropped dead. Right, like yeah. he'd be like, I know how to do it. I'll tell you all, and that'd be right. great. Like okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, other than you know, every artist, yeah. everyone with a certain vocation dying all at once. Right. But I'm uh, I'm gonna say something uh, that uh, maybe uh, I don't know blasphemy of some sort, but uh, I honestly don't think that Stan Lee should even be telling anybody how to write a comic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well. There's that. I mean, <laughs> like, I think everything I've ever read by him is fun, and I love it, but I don't think that makes him a good writer. Right. He's, uh, he's an incredible salesman. Oh, he's a, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is, uh, the carnival barker supreme. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, I don't, I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know how much involvement Jack Kirby had, how much he had, like, what percentage in the creation. Right. But, you know, he did create like some of the most archetypal amazing characters that have endured for like 50 years but that may have been mostly Jack Kirby allow me to go on a slightly off topic uh, rant if I could oh please Uh, we saw that picture of uh, Stan Lee uh, sitting in Odin's throne at uh, San Diego yeah uh, which is awesome and he probably pooped himself and Somebody had to clean it up. He's old, is what we're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you know, my whole thing about uh, how a deep part of me knows that I should never read comments online about anything ever, and yet I always do. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah. It's a fucking sickness. <laughs> There's gotta be a cream. Yeah. But uh, someone posted on that kind of that that picture a comment. That, uh, uh, oh, that's the wrong throne for Stan to be in. That should be Kirby's throne. Stan should get the throne of Latveria. <laughs> you it's know, funny. implying that he's, that a, he's the evil Doctor yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you know, somebody called him out on you know, just being an ass, and then somebody tried to defend that guy who was being an ass. Right. And I think the general consensus was no, that guy was just simply being. An ass, you know, a Kirby versus Stan ass fuck. Right. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, we truly don't. And that's the wrong place for it. Right. Here's Stanley having a good time. Right. Why shit on it? Yeah. The guy is like 97 years old. And he's having a blast. Yeah. Just let him do it. Yeah. He earned it. He can't. I'm sure he doesn't even remember if he created those characters or not at this point. So why why argue about it? He probably barely remembers Kirby. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he thinks he created Thor at right. this point, you yeah. know, and, and uh, Norse mythology in general. Wow, that's bizarre. Yeah. There's a John Vermilia Venom drawing on your screen, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there was that, and then I saw another comment, which, again, I should not have fucking read. Uh, it was about announcing uh, Mark Ruffalo is, is, uh, as the new Bruce Banner for the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mark Ruffalo is a fine actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Zodiac. He was in The Brothers Bloom. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. He was in Brothers Bloom. Yeah. A fine, fine actor. 
I think he's uh, a suitable choice for Edward Norton, who honestly didn't do that great of a job in the first place. As, the, as Bruce as, Banner? As Bruce Banner. I liked him, I liked him. Well, you liked him, but you're uh, a slavish uh, Edward Norton fanboy. I as love as Edward Norton, yeah, but I thought he was good. I thought that movie was... Uh, Mediocre at best. Oh, I agree. I liked the first half an hour quite a bit. And then after that, it just went downhill. So I think, you know, Mark Ruffalo playing a filler character that's mostly just going to be a CGI monster for the rest of a two-hour movie (laughs) with 20 other actors. I think Mark Ruffalo is a fantastic choice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so on the thread that I saw that uh, they announced that uh, some guy was like, what is the deal with Marvel always going around changing the ethnicities of the characters? Uh, wait a minute. Ed and Mark are both white dudes, right? White dudes with dark hair. Yep. Yeah. But Mark Ruffalo is Italian American. Edward mm. Norton is Irish American, just like Bruce Banner should be. Hmm. That's the way it should be. That's true. Don't go around changing the ethnicities of the characters just to suit your whims, Marvel. You can't have this white guy with dark hair replacing another white guy with dark hair. That is kind of silly when you think about it. It's super silly. Those fuckers are ruining the movies. (laughs) Yeah. That and Stan Lee. Well, of course. Yeah. If Jack Kirby was around, that shit wouldn't be happening. It'd all be Irish Americans. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, I fucking saw that comment. For real? That's pretty bad. But, I mean, that's the internet. That's why it's there. Because uh, people... Okay, but, like, I can understand if, like, you know, they said, uh, you know, uh, uh, LL Cool J is going to be Bruce Banner in the next movie. I can see people throwing a fit. I wouldn't myself throw a fit about it. But I could see why fanboys would get their panties in a bunch about it. Yeah. I can't see people actually getting... Upset <laughs> about Mark Ruffalo, right? Yeah. For being Italian, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, because that's probably um, the man is. They might not know this, an actor. Yeah. So, uh, right. so basically, if he can do the accent and look the part, right? Then it's gonna sell right. it, sell the and, part. And the thing is that, well, it's Bruce Banner. He has no accent. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So like, even if the guy was n- not even Italian American, right? If he just, you know was from whatever country and he looked white. Right. Then, yeah, he could do the part. It doesn't matter what his bloodline is. Who gives a fuck if... uh, If he's from Africa. Yeah. He's a white guy from Africa. Right. He can do it. You know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy, but he's Italian. Mm -hmm. Do you think that would have been an issue? Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mostly just the fact that he'd been blonde. (laughs) Well. You know, it's not like he's... he's, uh, He's not a Goomba-type, you know, Italian actor that you see, like, you know, as background thug number two. Right, yeah. With the broken nose and the slick back hair and the, hey, get out of here, you know, kind yeah. of thing. You know, he's like a really <laughs> soft-spoken... Yeah. And he's a... <laughs> actor. Uh, yeah. He's, he's a white guy with dark hair. <laughs> see, like, the people that were happy with that uh, choice and decision probably just sent that link to their friends and right yeah, and like yeah. they were happy about it and then like people that were unhappy about it posted stuff right and that's what i hate about the internet it's like it's because it seems like it drags you down because you read a bunch of that stuff and it seems like everybody hates it right. but it's because the 
Ninety percent of the people that saw that post and loved it didn't they just didn't say anything at all, right? That's and, that's uh, that's what bothers me about that. And then idiot me reads every fucking <laughs> comment, and this happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. I know I should stop. I really do. Just I can't. We'll get you help. There's a program. Yeah. There's a program for all of us. Yeah. We'll but call I guess, the crisis uh, line. Huh? We'll call the crisis line. Right. My girlfriend will answer. Right. How awkward will that be? Okay. Well, you know what will help me? Is if you pick that movie that we've already watched. Pick the movie we've watched. I'm trying to figure out which one I'm going to pick. <laughs> see. Because I've got a couple in mind that we've watched already. Uh, uh, uh no. Uh, I, well, I am going to pick a movie called Doomsday X Suppressed. Oh, that's a good movie. You've seen it. I've recommended it to you before. Oh, that's right. We've both seen it. Yeah. In the future. <laughs> yeah, this is episode 88. Yeah, 88 miles an hour. Ooh. Time travel. Back. We should go back. Back to, back to the school with Ronnie Dangerfield. Yes. Let's watch it. That's what we're watching. <laughs> I changed my mind. We'll have to re-record. All right. Uh, do you think John can come back from DC? Who? Who? Josh? Oh. I thought we weren't going to say. Uh, it was going to be on the yeah, I forgot. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have him back. I'm tired. <laughs> it is like the witching hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Doomsday. Doomsday. By, do you know who directed? Uh, Neil Marshall. Wrote and directed. Wrote and directed. Check it out. Yeah. And let us, wait. let us know what you think or watch it with us because you know we'll spoil it probably. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll, we'll definitely spoil it I, I think we did I can't remember if we do uh, we probably do yeah, uh, we should go watch it anyway uh, and uh, yeah comment on it when it uh, comes out next week yeah. please do because yeah. awesome. we like hearing from you all, but you never write all of you all of you not just Brian Although he is our favorite. He, he's our favorite because he writes every episode. Yeah, yeah. We need everyone to write in. Even if it's just say, hey, I listen to it. And I hate it. No, you don't even have to say that. Okay. Just tell us that you listened. Okay. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah. Just a quick note. Yeah. Say hi. I'm a, I'm a lonely guy with low self-esteem. I'm, I'm pretty much ready to give up doing the show. So yeah, write in. Let us know what you think. Includes Ken. This includes Ken. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you. We respect your honesty. We, as in the rest of the world, yeah. that aren't, aren't you. That's awesome. Travis Cheray is amazing. Man, fucking amazing. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doomsday. Doomsday. Doomsday for. Oh no, come on. We'll just, let's end on a high. High five. We'll high five and then we'll listen to Black Wolf Fight and then you'll go to bed and I'll go to the grocery. Life goes on. <laughs> it starts with the high five. Alright. Okay, so it's time to start. High five. We're gonna high five. We're gonna end it. We're gonna keep doing this. Yeah? I'm okay. You're okay. You're I'm okay. I'm okay. We're all okay. Yeah. Would really like to hear our listeners uh, tell us also that. They at least listen. It would okay. be nice. That's all. It they're, would they're, really they're be nice. Part. They're taking part for good or bad. We do this for us to have fun, but we also do it for you to have fun mm-hmm. as well. We hope you enjoy it. We, we want you to enjoy it. 
We're going to keep doing this. Okay, high, high five. We're, high five your screen on three. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, are we counting down or up? Uh, let's count up. I like it when... I don't like the countdown. It okay. feels too intimidating. All right, all right. Like an Arby's commercial. Okay, so... All right, high five in. In one, two, two, two three... Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.